if I uh, speak to you a bit? Yes, please do. Um, I've been kind of feeling like I'm waiting for a time to, to speak with you and not sure when that's going to happen. So, um, uh, especially after the gathering last night, and uh, I really understand that there's uh, plenty of most people here that truly are uh, here to really do something for themselves to open up. As this is the same reason I came here, you know. So, but there's something in me that feels, uh, honestly, I, I I don't fully feel genuinely like um, I'm letting this place uh, be mm, a home for me, you know, in that sense. Like, uh, like you mentioned. Uh, you want people that are serious about being here for that reason. You know, this is not uh, time to just come and uh, not be fully ready to open up to these ideas and this freedom and this, what all the things you say, you know? And I, I just, I'm feeling and have been feeling that maybe uh, it's, it's, maybe it's not truly the place I should be. So. Play the place being what, the, like here, like. yeah, and really, really being open to this, and I, I feel this deep connection through this teaching and through you, and you're the one that sets the standard for everybody to be here and to mm. open up in themselves. And naturally, this is your land, this is your place. Mm-hmm. You want everybody to mm. take full advantage mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Something in me doesn't feel that. Uh, I genuinely really want it in that sense as mm. far as uh, being willing to let go of certain things or mm. uh, and I didn't feel like that when I first came especially when I wrote to Jaya and, and who, who else I talked to and truly there's a, a feeling that is an opportunity for me to really uh, dive into what uh, we're, we all talk about here. And which is about yourself, which is about the self, which is about the self. Mm. Not about Mantisahaja. It's about yourself. The self. Just to remind you. It's very important that that distinction is made. No? That your mind doesn't think we're talking about a place. Mantisaja provides the mm, the physical space, the supportive space mm, for you to unfold into you. Mm, absolutely, and uh, and I do feel that, mm. and uh, I see people really open to this and really mm. um, being willing to let go of. of Things that don't serve them, no matter how much courage it takes. I don't. Uh, there isn't feel. a pressure for that. There isn't a pressure, or an expectation. It's true. In a way, I sometimes put it, you know, that I don't encourage people to hold on to expectations. You know? And yet, I have to admit that, in a way, I expect you to get it. In a way, meaning, no. meaning, not, not not in some heavy way. But because I see how easy distractions are formed inside the mind and how a tendency can be to believe that and to delay your seeing or something. And the mind can turn it into some kind of strain or something, which it is not. If it is a strain, it is a strain only for your mind. Yourself cannot be a strain for yourself. 
It's not even a strain for the mind, actually. It's just this kind of an illusion playing there. So, um, so I don't believe you. I don't believe that you uh, don't want to be who you are. I can't accept that. I can believe that it can feel like that. Uh, if the mind somehow presents it into some kind of expectation, and it's like start to compare, like these people seem like they're really serious, but I don't feel quite as serious as that. And I think, well, listen, that's an exaggeration. It's not about serious in that way, not pressuredly serious. But it's a it's a loving invitation and a reminding that you are. You see, I take nothing from you. Yeah, I just use but, the other yeah. people as as a reflection of myself and, and check in with myself of well, am I am I okay with? Mm. As long as you have this this thing, there will always be a play of resistance. There'll always be another thing or another. This is just part of the package deal. So you don't think, you know, you might say, yeah, I'm 100%, but somebody is going, no, you're not. You see? So I'm not asking that thing to be 100%. Yeah, I felt right. more more ready or willing. You yeah. know, like I'm like, oh, yeah, this is an opportunity for me to, all this time I've been studying the spiritual stuff and trying to look inside myself. And mm. now I, I feel half of that. I feel like mm, it's mm. not really, you know, mm. uh, what is there to do? What is there? Mm. I mean, if, if, if the opportunity is now mm. and I'm not sitting around wasting time in my mind and just thoughts and walking around here and hiding in my mind, mm. you doing things to avoid whatever it is that we're trying to get. You to. should watch that. You should be able to watch that in order to clear to clarify that that aspect that is being portrayed as yourself is actually not the real deal. It's not you. Don't believe that. Don't identify with that. It is so important, no? It is not the easiest thing to guide you somehow, sometimes at this stage of... of because every little thing that can be hidden will come, will somehow be playing something. And uh, I just tell you, remind you, uh, that's not it. Whatever is hiding and feeling, well, maybe really, you know, maybe it's not for me. That's not it. That's not you. The self is not for you. The self is you. It's not for you. Maybe this is not really for me. That's not true. You are that. You see, whatever he's saying, and you need to hear all of you in a way, that part is always going to say, for as much as there's space for it, to say, well, you know, maybe I'm really not serious enough. Maybe I'm not dedication, dedicated enough. I don't really seem to have the, the stamina to be dedicated. I'm not asking you for that. I'm pointing you to that which is there that even doesn't have to be dedicated. That watch the attempt and perhaps the failed attempt to be dedicated enough appear inside you as a movement in consciousness and know that it's only phenomenal that is. I am happy when people come forward like you do and say, because I'm totally confident that we can destroy that delusion. It's just not true. I'm totally able to look at you because I know who you are. And I know those words, they don't come from your highest place. It is to do with somehow the personality feelings and so on, which are also part of our expression, but it's not your ultimate truth. I'm pointing you only to that ultimate thing in you. I know, that, I mean, you can do so much of that until mm. it's in. it's up to me to spend time being quiet and watching that and there's no forcing that there's no mm -hmm. you can keep speaking and I can keep taking your words in and I edit your podcast and listen and I'm, every word is is mm. is true to everybody I mean and I really mm. I hear it but there's there's a, a point where I have to take responsibility for my seeing and being able to be willing to surrender to some sort of feeling that 
wants to always give attention to the mind. I'm not doing much say, of that. Just say again, say it again, this part you say. Say it again. Up my responsibility to mm. take my own time while I'm here. When you say your responsibility, what are you referring to? Just slowly, slowly for me. Um, when you say I, I have to take my responsibility, you being what? Just just clarify for me. Who are you speaking as when you say this? The person I think I am that I came here as. Mm. That I'm trying to spend time watching the person is who I'm speaking from the person. and the, the person is watching the person what is watching this person feeling and feeling some connection with it or feeling either one of two things either the person feeling is observed and there is some sentiment some attachment to this identity or the person feeling is is observed, and there's a sense of space or detachment from that. Naturally, without effort. Yeah, I'm not feeling detached from it. Yes. Feeling like um, so back and forth between today and so, so even that feeling. Long. So even that feeling also is observed. Huh? Even that feeling is observed also. Yeah, and, and I believe I keep. I know I keep hearing it. I keep hearing it. I not just hearing it, it, not just hearing it. But come on, I mean, it's simple and simple. Even that feeling, whatever it is, that's a play. It's nothing permanent. It's only a shift, a movement, a tone, a variation. You're observing, you know. But even that, yeah, yeah. But I said, but even that also is seen. No? So it's so simple, actually. Even that is seen, isn't it? Even that also is seen. So there's no need to identify that as you. If you can, if you observe it like that, there's no need to identify. Say, oh yeah, but you know, I just really can't. I just don't feel I'm ready, Moji. I say, but uh, that's a mood you're feeling now, being perceived, isn't it? It can change another moment and say, you know, actually, I really made a mistake. No, 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 really, I'm really. That also would be observed as well. <laughs> so when you look like that, it's the most beautiful, actually. It's the most beautiful um, discernment. Because you see, but wait a minute. So many things have been believed here, and each time they're believed, they bring a kind of a sense of reality in them. And then what I am feels caught in that movement or that feeling. But whatever that is, it is floating inside a greater seeing that is never caught in any bubble. Can't you not see this thing? Yeah, I feel like I've had moments of being clear about that and really like, yeah. Hmm. But it shifts so often. But the it thing is that the thing is that sure. its nature is not really about evaluating any or discerning any states. Its nature is not even involved in that. It is completely effortless. Totally, you are totally effortless. Because you are totally empty of identity. When you're free of the identity in this way, Although it's on the surface, it can still stay and play, but it's superficial now. It doesn't have that, that strength of impact it would have when you are deeply involved with uh, identity. It can be there, it's okay, but you're not sucked in, you see. You are not anything that can be sucked in. These are very simple things. They're the simplest light uh, that can be, can be seen. But a part of us in our dynamic existence is afraid of this, or plays fear in front of this. But even that fear is not real also. That fear is also perceived. That celebration, ah, oh God, is also perceived. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I'm not, uh, mm. not trying to... I'm just trying to be completely honest about it. I don't, I don't feel like we go, Jay, and I don't feel any of it. I yeah, feel this so is fine. inauthentic if the, I was to do it. Yes, I feel it like is I'm not. not it is not. Person. Nothing of this is expected of you, nor are they used as a measurement of any progress. But it's all that happens here. Everybody's always in that, and then I, and that's good. <laughs> everybody loves. Them. Everybody here is doing what they love. Well, to do. why don't you ask them? Don't ask me. Ask them. Ask them what? If they're always in this wonderful, <laughs> oh, I, am, I am very much like you. Yeah. It's a not always. A lot of the times, I feel like you do. But you're, you're talking also about the the devotion and the J, the, the, the and the um, the signs of devotion and things like this. You're saying you're not into that. Yeah, and even uh, I don't feel like I came necessarily to try and get that as a part of me. No, it's not important. Mm -hmm. 
It's not important at all. It's not important, not for me. I expect nothing. I've never asked from any of you to touch my feet. or to, You have to respect me, of course, because I respect you. Otherwise, we have no connection together. There must be some not fundamental respect between each other. That is, must be there uh, for any real meeting to happen between any beings. must be there. I ask nothing from anybody. Something brought you here. Something brought you here. And then, when you're brought here, you must wrestle within yourself with the things that still keep you uh, somehow stuck, because they will come up. They will come up. Well, uh, yesterday, the of I don't know who to be, but then you don't have to be anybody. But I don't want to just be empty. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be. Yeah, this is fair. Because I feel like I've gotten to be so okay with who I've become as I've gotten older, and uh, grown as a man, as a person, as all the things I thought I used to be that I feel okay with now and now I felt like it was going to be something and it doesn't look like that way at all now. Now mm -hmm. I'm just, it's completely different since I've been here. And I go, How there's actually nothing wrong with who I am, so why, what mm -hmm. is there to do beyond that besides just mm -hmm. be okay with myself and if I feel like I shouldn't be here, maybe I should be home. Maybe I should be living uh, yeah. In my culture, in my thing, no, not disrespect to anybody. I yeah. completely respect you and everybody here. It's I feel to be in. Uh, this is fine. I am not in the way of that. I'm not in the way of of that. But again, just let it be clear in your mind that it is not asked or required of anyone that they reject society. Nobody's ever heard me speak, you know, oh, society is terrible, you must reject them. You can go. In fact, I feel that for the first time, you can be a true human being. And uh, all this thing, you know, there's no special way to be like, okay, now that you are some monk or something, you're not to do this or to do that. You can go anywhere, do anything you have to do. Because you will just know it is not you who are doing it in that way. You see, some things I tell you here, I said while we were watching this movie, we were watching a, a clip that uh, Narita made just now, and it just came out of me to say, even this thing that I'm speaking now, you will not know it even in heaven. <laughs> I said, my God, because I don't really want to just say things like that, because most people shock when I say like that. Because you so believe in your state. Even if you're in heaven, you believe in your state, um, because you will just be feeling right with what you should be feeling, and where you should be right now. If it is the cosmic placement, you will feel that this is just right for me, like that. So, even in heavenly realms, you will be aware of of higher beings in their in the way that they they have a, a different energy movement or something. But to to be universal is a very rare thing. To be universal with this body is a very rare thing. But it is the highest possibility within the human kingdom. And uh, it doesn't mean one flies away, I'm universal. It's a universal one who knows the heart of every single being. The universal one who is all inclusive, as everyone in your true state are all inclusive. And in your all inclusiveness, you can be a particular in your dynamic expression. You can appear to be particular. You can celebrate and defend the one side of a game. And say, ah, but it will be superficial for you. It's not that your eyes become so colored that they don't see opposites. And no, everything is there. There's nothing you can have in the highest expression of being a person, which I cannot taste in everybody. I just want to tell you that, because I feel that something is feeling a bit of frustration, maybe, that, uh, you know, like, you know, wow, you know, but there's nothing wrong with being this. And uh, it's just your mind is telling you these things. Anything that I... Um, I don't feel that you are making any great sacrifice 
because yeah, I don't feel like mm-hmm. I'm doing much. Like, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing, but I don't feel like I'm that upset. Like mm-hmm. most times when I feel like I want to say something to you, by yeah. the time I'm there, I'm like, really, I'd have to exaggerate this feeling to make it something. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. I really don't want to come to you unless I really have something I want to come with. I see this. And, but I also don't want to leave or make that decision from some ego, some fear, some stubbornness, some unwillingness to just whatever that is, you know? I would like you to stay. (laughs) Sort it out here. Go anywhere you want in the world. Because uh, I see something so beautiful in you, and uh, there is something that is very genuine, and uh, I am happy to give time to it. I have nobody I keep in my pocket, but I have everybody in my heart. But that is up to you. That is something that you must feel. No, it's okay. I give it a go. I don't put any conditions on it. Sometimes when the, when the fire is going out, the biggest smoke comes. Sometimes when ju- just when your chance is really opening up, strongest resistance. For many people, just at the very verge, or or just after a great illumination or insight, all your demons come. Also, there's so many things that the, the the strongest contrast and intensities come together sometimes. It feels like anger. It feels like a lot of anger. This is that okay. I've been through in my life. There's mm-hmm. been so many times I'm ready to just haul off and explode, but mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my composure. It mm-hmm. feels immature. It feels unnecessary. It's just like a part of me that wants to for some petty reason, but it's not worth going there. Because it's just going to do what I feel like. I can already see, like, you're going to get some, you know, it's like bad attention is better than no attention. And you're in a place where you don't get a lot of attention for the mm-hmm. person. So there's something in me that wants to explode and get that. But right away I go, but that's not what you really want. Mm-hmm. It's not what you really want. So it's this constant. You know what you really want? No. Nothing. You really want nothing. <laughs> you want to be just nothing so that you can just be. That's what everybody wants. But the mind is afraid. The aspect of our mind, of ourself, which is playing through the mind, is a bit afraid of that. It's afraid of this emptiness. It makes a kind of negative idea about emptiness. When I say emptiness, I'm not talking about an object. I'm not even talking about a particular kind of state. (laughs) It's a sort of stateless state. It's not something different from you. It's your most truest you. Every other you is only a version of that. That's all I say like that. And don't be afraid of this. Don't be afraid of this. Every being who has come home to themselves have had to come through this door, back into the door of emptiness within. It's not a kind of sterile black hole or something at all. In fact, you come alive. You, you are alive in, for, the, for, for the first time. You are alive. And... Um, I don't want to come here to tell you about it, because I am it. I don't have to come and tell you about it. I don't have no direction to point you north or south or this. You see? Yeah? I told uh, we were speaking the other day uh, to Omkara, and she was asking me as well to you know like something inside just feels just feels so confused and so on. I said, I tell you my answer to you. Forget about inside. There's no inside for you. And there's no outside for you. There's no inside for you. There's no outside for you. So, stay in what's left. <laughs> because as long as you have these notions, you know it's like the mind plays. Yeah, I'm so inside. I'm so. In. No, you have no inside. You are just some shell. Just a facade, with some ideas about itself. <laughs> But it seems like everything, mm-hmm. even hearing my own voice, that I've judged so much, you know, it's like you don't even. 
not even confident enough sometimes to just be okay with who you are or think you are. Mm. Everything in my life has been from that. Yeah. You say that the inside or the outside, it's, mm. everything is in that. Everything I know yeah. is in those two things. Yes. And yet, you are that which is able to observe this. That's why I say, where, man, I'm not. where is the location of that which can perceive inside and outside? It just seems like another thought of trying to gather something to hold on to or to be okay with. The mind to trying to do that is also observed in that. That's why it's very, very simple. <laughs> the simplest thing, the simplest thing, simplest thing. You don't need to go to school or university for what I'm pointing you. Simplest thing. But it's almost as though, for a while, we are living in some kind of spell, where you really believe your conditioning and your thought is what you are. At some point, you can say. At some point, you'll be able to say, "Actually, I am that also. I can. I can become that also. And yet, I, at the same time, I'm apart from this also. But if you believe that you are your thinking and your your moods and so on, that somehow they fix you. They don't fix you. They fix you maybe for this moment, if you believe that. But at the same time, you can be like all the space in which all these things move, and they come and go. And nothing actually sticks. Nothing actually sticks. You might believe they do. And if you believe they do, they'll, you'll experience that they stick. I'm trying to show you a little bit the mechanism of your own consciousness and mind, and how you're so beyond that. I would keep you. I don't miss this chance. Let all this stuff come up. Something is there. A kind of some maybe a discontent, some frustration. It's all part of your own satsang. Don't compare yourself with anybody. Nobody can walk your shoes. Not in not in its in not in its finiteness. Don't just 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 be there. If you don't have no confidence in you, I'll have confidence for you. And let these things be burped out. A lot of times what's happening is that it's not that you want to learn more, but you need to burp out all this stuff. All these uh, conditions, all these measurements, all these assessments, all these all these concepts. When you burp them out, you can use them again, but they'll be refreshed, something new. You won't be entangled in them. On the surface, you can appear to be whoever you will appear to be in the eyes of whoever they are who perceive you. Each one will see you according to their capacity and their, their state of mind and uh, the maturity of consciousness. Nobody sees one you, neither, not even you. And the you that you perceive is always some kind of verb. It's always changing, but that which is unchanging seems like it's missed in the seeing, because it is not an object that you can see in front of you. Even that which is seeing is being seen by it. These are simple things, but if you listen with a mind that tries to figure things out through a kind of a kind of methodology, you will not get it. You'll watch that mind trying with all its attempt. And even you, who may feel frustrated, and really, I think that all this also is appearing inside you, just as some momentary blips that come and go. You need to really be clear about this. I would not recommend you leave here without this. You must see it. Then, if you want to return to something, you will see if that is has any appeal for you or not. Why be a part when you can be the whole? You can enjoy being a piece, being the whole. And I'm not handing you over some belief system, but something that you can perceive directly, innocently, and purely you will see it. But the person struggles for survival. You feel, this is all I know, this is all I know. But what you know even really doesn't really exist in reality. It's only one of God's shadow pictures. It is okay. Okay. Don't be frustrated by that. Your life has no boundary. Your being has no boundary. 
I don't feel saddened by hearing what you say. Feel okay, you can feel that, but don't move. Mm-hmm. Let the thing move. Let them move. It's okay. I don't have it in my heart that one of you who I see, who have, whose eyes I've looked through, um, missed this opportunity. Your time is up for now. Okay, you go. Mm. But don't go with some misconception. So can I tell you something? Mm. I, for my understanding, is that there is no one here. Mm. There is just me acting in a way that I feel true or I don't feel true. Mm. And I have this deep understanding, like, I don't know, three days ago, very deep. And still the tendency is so strong. I, I, I see myself acting in a stupid way so many times. And I feel now I feel stuck and guilty. And that's also a feeling that pass also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't uh, don't save these. Don't render them. Those feelings. They just come. Uh, they feel like that for now. And uh, you see, because uh, something is still pulling at you to identify with these states. Mm-hmm. But they are just uh, they just just burp them out. It's okay. Let them come and go. Stay in that space behind. Sometimes you feel, but I can't see. I, I'm not in touch with that space anymore. Like in the night, sometimes you can see the stars, the stars or so, in the galaxies, you see the stars and things there. Now it's daytime, you can't see them. But you know they're still there. It's not like, say, they, they went off somewhere, they're hiding. You don't go and come, they're always there. Sometimes that's, you might feel that's all I have left, it's just that I, I know they're still there, rather than you, you are that, you know? But don't isolate yourself and feel that you are just this kind of person idea. The person is happening in you also, in the great consciousness. I think you know this thing. And trust, because when you trust and sort of like just let go a little bit of this grip of being the person and being in control, then grace can flow in every direction with you. And you will find that you just come to know something. You just come to know. You don't know how you come to know, but you come to know. And that um, some of those more tired and stuffy states, they're just uh, loosening up and flowing off. There's nothing, don't be an achiever. Just you continue looking and seeing that all these feelings, all these thoughts, they're like clouds that just float on by, they're just floating by. Don't register them deeply. Let them just go. And uh, don't be afraid of them. They have their place. Everything contributes to to your realization. The bitter things and the sweet things together. Let them be there. Don't judge them. Uh, but use your powers to discern and to keep remembering your real place. If each time you remember your real place, you are your real place, then right there everything loses its intensity. And the best use of the mind is not to try and work things out. Don't try and work out your life. Better just to keep the mind in a state of neutrality, silence and emptiness. Just be there. And you'll see many things work out. We think that we have to work things out. You don't have to work things out. You just understand, and they work themselves out. They're working themselves out anyway. But when you understand everything you see, then laughter comes in your life again, you know, at how vain the ego is. The laughter just come again in your life because you see that uh, you are not primarily here as a worker, you know. <laughs> you are not the one doing doing this life. That's Some how. That's doing. my understanding has mm. been that uh, it's it's gonna happen in its own course anyway, but it's, it's not like a license to just not take responsibility for your life and for, mm. for being uh, in integrity. Your responsibility in was to come like here. 
I already made agreements on some high level that I'm going to come into this life and go through what I need to go through. Mm -hmm. So... You are going to go through what you're going to go through. It is not so fixed. Within that, there are possibilities. You see, it's not that you're talking about things with measurements. You're talking about subtle powers that, that although I can say every blink of your eye or the turn of your head is written, and still even saying this, there are possibilities for, for change. You cannot understand that with the usual mind. You see, if I was saying that everything you do, everything is already written, then you might feel suffocated by that. But I tell you then, some people will hear this and feel a tremendous freedom. Others will hear it and feel a bit blocked. So I don't want to put any of these things in front of you. It feels like my that's where my trust is in life, though. It's not a negative thing. It's a, uh, that's like I said, it's not a license for me to use that. It's more of a no matter, so one of the only things that no matter where I'm at, I go, there's something here that's taking place for a reason. Whatever that is, I don't know. Actually, the choice really is that you can experience your existence and even the heavenly realms from a personal perspective or impersonally, or both. If you choose only the paradigm of a person, then your view will always be limited, always be changeful, nothing will ever be. You see, it will always be some change. It will always be in an evolutionary drive, which is fine also, to keep changing and growing and discovering, and that's also um, available even when you understand the totality also. You win with the totality. This, the, the experience of change is still dynamically there and will still be experienced. But within the greater understanding that you are still the, you are the unchanging awareness at the same time. But if you fix yourself into the personal paradigm, you'll always be in a movement, always be in a movement. You may feel that, you know, because you have a fear of the totality, you choose the movement. And it is okay too, because it is the great allness that allows a part of itself, what you're calling yourself, to feel that for a time being. It will also grow out of that in time human time or in uh, in a different mode of time. Don't put obstacles and limitations where none are needed. Don't ask the mind anything about yourself, because it is self-limitation. You see? So when these things come up, don't believe them so much. You will find that very deep and very intense emotions, feelings, thoughts will come, but there will come a time, and I hope very, very soon, that in whatever intensity they come, you will still see them as phenomenal, that they are just clouds passing. So you don't get stoned on any concept. They are come, you don't say they should not be, but you see them from the higher seeing. You see them. You're not there judging, you know, you're not just weighing things up all the time. And they can weigh themselves up. After a while, you just press automatic, they're going automatic. If you want to have the feeling of, oh, this is good, that's not good, this is good, <laughs> that also will play for a while. But at a certain point, it just becomes automatic. When you realize uh, your own beingness, everything is automatic. You think God is somehow, remember God, these human beings have moved up. It's not like that. <laughs> we exaggerate and we venerate activity because we are so much identified with the doer feeling. But the activities are being done by the vital force and they're happening very, very spontaneously. They don't need your personal help. So let just let it flow, be in the flow of things. When you have a personal mind, you see things in parts and sections because you cannot comprehend the whole. When you're in more the sort of universal consciousness, you're not seeing things in the whole. It's not this kind of activity. The mind exaggerates many things, imagines many things. It is so beautiful, in fact. Can you imagine God tired? So many things to do. I forgot to feed the worms. I forgot to feed the worms. Oh my God. It's not like that. Uh, everything has its place. Everything is going beautifully. It's the human beings who make mistakes. The Divine makes no mistakes. <laughs> See, it's, just, it's just a harmony, it's just a, f a functioning. This functioning, this harmony is in you. Also. Mm. Uh, 
when you have an activity that is um, you like to do it every time better and better, it's, that is as if it's a natural or is a it's something that unfolds. You want to you want to do it. I mean, at least I want to do it better and better and better, and uh, be able to. It's as if building a house, I would like to use the best tools I could have mm. to build a house to make it yeah. faster to use less. And uh, I don't see, I, I, I have a dilemma with this because then I don't see, I see that as beautiful, but also as more sophisticated it becomes, as more easy it is for me, for the eye to grab on it. Yeah. You see, mm. when you're looking with more from your for a true place in yourself, you're not doing things to become better at them. You're just doing them out of the greater love of yourself. And from the love it comes. When it happens in the love, there's no separateness. It's not that all the thing becomes so then my ego develop, because no ego is involved in it. It's just for love. You see, yeah. Yesterday I was up on the hill. I uh, went up the just for myself up there alone, and I went into a temple. And someone, one of you guys, was sitting there. And um, so I went up there a bit uh, quietly because the person was sitting quietly. Like and then before leaving, uh, we talked a little bit, and he say, he said, he said, I have a great connection with Papaji. A great connection with Papaji. But I have resistance with you. Yes, yes, yes. Papaji come to me in dream, and oh, it's so beautiful, so beautiful. <laughs> but I have trouble with you, Papaji, because I know what you speak; it is true, and so on. Sometimes I see you working. I see you working and doing, and you seem so involved in it. I see you so involved in it, you see. And I think, but it just seems contradictory. Like you seem like you're attached to what you're doing. <laughs> so it's not like that. Everything that's been done is been done for you. Out of that love it come, and it's a joy in doing, you know. And um, this resistance I know very well. You see, the mind feels, you know, I love Papaji because Papaji is a dead master. You don't say that, you know. Okay, we all love Ramana because Ramana is not going to come and tell you. Listen, because Ramana is coming. That is okay. The, the mind say this, but the master is not dead. You understand? Yeah. But if you, you know, you know, a, a dead master won't threaten you. A living one will threaten you. So this uh, also in Ramana's time, there are many beings who didn't want him around either. Oh, you don't hear much about them. You maybe hear about one of them who tried to kill him and this type of stuff, and throwing a stone on top of him and stuff like this. But there are many people who, even if you didn't do anything, suppose you have a master that didn't have, could not hear, could not see, could not taste, could not smell, could not touch, nothing, no? But he's a total liberated being. Some beings would not want him around still. Don't want him around. Disturb me. No? Because his presence, just his existence, disturbs me. You understand? It's not about what you do, what you say. Maybe you have a master who is not moralistic at all. He doesn't tell you the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not, and you are thou shalt. He's just radiating pure love. But something inside you just want to get rid of him. You understand? So, this is the way it's always been like that. Every master, every liberated being has found that there are people who don't want them around. Just don't want them around. They cause too much trouble for them. In doing in just sitting there. <laughs> cause too much trouble. Eh? One time I told you, suppose there was a master, a great Jnani, who slept for twenty three hours and fifty five minutes every day. Slept. Okay. Then wake up five minutes, wake up. Go for a pee. <laughs> Come back, have a smoke. <sighs> Look around, go back to sleep. <laughs> could you acknowledge that there's someone who could be a master like this? Just three seconds. And could they have devotees? Could they have followers? And would these followers get anything from such a presence? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
maybe somehow they would be the ones who totally are annihilated personally and merge into the super consciousness. They could be like that too. You see? And still there will be some beings who go, bloody hell, those last five minutes I want to kill him. <laughs> there has never been a being on the planet who has been loved by everybody, not even God. You will always find somebody dislike you for no reason. Hmm? Jesus also said, they hate me without reason. You see? Because it's just the nature of the of duality, it will play like this. Even in your own head, you live on an island, you have trouble by yourself. You trouble your own self. You molest your own peace. You don't need another. The another is already in you. You see? So what to make of all these things? As soon as you discover that which is behind that movement. It's the most simple thing in the whole world. You think, how could I never discover this? And even to say that I discovered it, it's not even true. It's always been here. I've always been there, but somehow there was not an awareness of this. There was a, a sense of myself as being this, believing that this, 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 and these are the things that, that are me and what my life is. So it must have been some form of grace that opened up the understanding to show me, but but it's the same me. Because when your little you is merged in the big self, you're not going to feel strange. You're not going to feel, oh my God, I don't fit. <laughs> There's never been somebody who's, oh my God, wrong size, wrong size. No, nobody's ever said that. Or, you know, this is too much, too much, too much. No, nobody's ever said this. Oh, I want to go back, I want to go. No one has ever said that. They say, back to, to that? No, no, you're crazy. I've been sleeping for uh, centuries. You see. So, this kind of love that you speak, I don't... Uh, yes, you enjoy, enjoy. Like, I was, for many years, uh, working as an artist. And uh, somehow, just enjoy, enjoy the painting. And then you may ask, but you're painting now? No, not, uh, but I can. When I feel in the mood, and it's much, I, I feel much better about painting. Maybe my painting is not as good, I don't know. But I'm much more happy because I'm not, I don't mind to screw up a painting at all. <laughs> it's something free, just move, move. Just, I'm very, very light about it because it doesn't really matter, actually. And something is very liberated about that. You see, it's not such a complexity. You see, it's just something that is uh, manifesting out of your own creative energies. It can be like this, but uh, it doesn't have that kind of attachment that it would be when you are personally involved and you want people. You're watching what people think when they look at your work, and you know, this this becomes uh, that fades away. What I see working here is the both both things you're talking about. Mm. I see the love flowing and, and coming out of my heart and enjoying mm. giving as much as I have as much mm. as I can. And then I also feel the ego in its improvement and in its identification with But it may not be the ego. It may not be the ego. Initially the the motivation to perfect your art or something is not necessarily ego centered. You know, the drive for making things beautiful it doesn't necessarily come from ego. I'm a little confused with this. Huh? I'm a little confused with this. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, okay, God is making the butterflies. I thought, why I have to put all this color with them? I mean, Jesus, you know, can I just, just make more moths because I'm just running out of color? I don't I never look. If you, the most, even the most mundane things are attended to with such beauty. Even things that you don't see with the eye, when you cut and enter them, they have a beauty. Everything you keep open, they have a beauty. They're not just facades. They're not just a facade. The human body inside is just as beautiful as outside, but to the eye is not. But every part of it, it's not like uh, mostly human beings, we make things with fa from facade. We are interested in the surface. We are on surface, but underneath, you know, we make a beautiful building, but inside it's full of stuffed stuff and all kind of crazy. Nobody pay attention. 
But in the divine creation, every part of it is alive. You cut through and you go through, you go to atomic level, you open it up another universe, and you can keep going. Every part of it is that's beautiful. That's what the body is for me, you know. That's, I mm. love the body inside. I love to feel but the you body. Can, uh, I love to see all these things. And I love you, when you love without being lost in it, you are fine. When, I, okay. when you love without being consumed by it, without being lost in it, you'll find a, a beautiful harmony. It's good. Meaning that you enjoy what you do and something naturally, because it is it, it is it is a satsang, it is a sharing, it is a service, it's a love also. Hmm? And uh, but the the feeling of becoming more well known and to be really appreciated, yes. of course. I mean, if yes. someone if if also mm, someone appreciate your art and you enjoy, it doesn't mean it's ego. <laughs> Why should you not enjoy? You see, then you say, my, my mind says, oh, you really enjoy. I say, come on, that's overdoing it too much. <laughs> Don't turn your mind to such an enemy. You see, uh, you enjoy something. And you say, oh, it's very good. That's very. Uh, it was nice. I enjoyed that. It's very good. So, oh, you're being ego again. No, that's not true. <laughs> there must be joy in all of this. The creative power is making all of this. You know, all this variety, all this, all this beauty. Is it out of boredom? No, it's out of joy. It's love. It's love, the embodiment of love. All of this. Mm. Even pain, it comes out of love. It's love also. Struggle, it's also love. It has many faces. Because sometimes we cannot grow just with also beautiful, pretty experiences. Sometimes you have to have rough. And the rougher your life is, sometimes the more it prepares your life for the great existence, actually. If it frees you from attachment, too much attachment is no good. So attachment is good to a certain extent. It's it's just unavoidable. It's unavoidable to an extent, but it doesn't mean that it conquers you. It's a, it's a There was one sage, uh, so he had a son that lived in the forest. But he had to send his son to another sage because the relationship uh, mean the son could not see him properly as a in the light of how he could see him. Send him to another sage. Maybe that sage sent his son to him. <laughs> Attachment can create like this. Doesn't mean that it diminishes his power. You see, because we have to play our role somehow. And if you're a parent, sometimes you find that uh, it's, it's, it can be difficult. But if you have no expectations, it's fine. No, I, I, you just said something about playing role. We have Sunday satsang mm. today, and I just wanted oh, to say, really? if anybody else has a question, maybe they, because people are going to be on duty in a short time. Yes. That just remind everybody their responsibilities. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Thank you so much, Guruji, for this satsang. I open up my eyes, I can see it's all on me.